Welcome to the Military OneSource podcast. Military OneSource is an official program of the Defense Department with tools, information, and resources to help families navigate all aspects of military life. For more information, visit militaryonesource.mil. Providing military funeral honors is our nation's way of showing gratitude and paying final tribute to a veteran's honorable military service. I'm Bruce Moody, and I'm joined today by members of the Nellis Air Force Base Honor Guard. And we're gonna talk about paying final tribute. We're gonna talk about military funeral honors, uh, what that means to families, and what it means to actually serve on the Honor Guard. So gentlemen, it's a pleasure to have you uh, with me today. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to point the microphone at you and just ask you to introduce yourselves. Airman Kavion Norman. And Airman Jacob Salyers. Excellent, excellent. Okay, um, if you could tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, hometown, when you joined the Air Force, what you had envisioned to do, what your, what your plans with the Air Force are. Um, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I joined the Air Force in August of 2020. My goals are to become an officer potentially um, and to maybe join the Space Force through commissioning uh, programs and different things like that. Uh, I'm originally from Ohio, small town, and I joined back in October of 2019. Uh, my goals are still somewhat undecided, but I just want to keep continuing what I'm currently doing. So, Certainly. Okay, now how does the, the Honor Guard fit into this. What I understand is that the members of the Yard and Guard are actually assigned to different units. You all have different jobs and units and you're temporarily assigned to the Honor Guard. How does that work? So with the Honor Guard, each I'd say the Honor Guard cycles are for are for four months, but every two months we bring in new people and some old classes are leaving, um, but we bring in people from all over the base, which could be different AFSCs and different jobs, but um, they bring us all together. We all train together, learn, and we work with each other for those four months that we're in Honor Guard, which is a pretty cool experience. And we'll get into the experience as well. Now, you mentioned training. How much training goes into this before you're finally able to uh, go and start uh, participating in funerals? So when when you first join, you go through a two-week training period um, where you come in at 7, leave at 3.30, and you're there training all day for two weeks. And then that last Friday, you have your graduation. And then once you graduate, after that, you start going on uh, ride-alongs with older classes. So you don't actively participate in those uh, ceremonies. You just watch and observe and figure out how to go about doing these ceremonies. So it seems like there's a real cycle. You're new to it and then you're doing it and then you're you're showing it to the next round of people who are gonna be involved. Yes, sir, without a doubt. Um, I think that it all happens pretty fast. Um, you get worked in pretty easily and they, they only let you start working when you're comfortable with everything, but um, it's a pretty fast process and you get the hang of it pretty quickly. Now, as far as the comfort level, that's an interesting question because you're you're dealing with, com you know, at some some point you've you've learned how to do it, but you are actually doing funerals. So what is the comfort level uh, with that? How does that come around? So, you know, when you first start, you go on your first couple, what, what we call details or you know, ceremonies or funerals, what have you. 
I think everyone, it's normal to be very nervous to the point where some people are almost shaking. But after you get a couple under your belt, um, not necessarily saying you get used to it, but you get used to having that level of nervousness. You you become comfortable performing under those that those nerves. So, all right. So now you're you're stationed at uh, Nellis Air Force Base, and uh, so what sort of geographical area do you cover? So I know that we can go as far as Arizona and even Utah. Um, it's it's more like a four hour radius uh, for the most part, just as long as we're able to get there and get back within the same day. Um, but we go, we can go very far uh, as far as traveling to do different ceremonies and awards and different things like that. Okay, so there's the traveling, and how many funerals would you typically do? What does a what does a typical week or a day look like for you? Typical week, um, we have funerals or ceremonies because we're not just limited to funerals, but the ceremonies in general, there's usually probably one or two at least per day that we do. And that's, you know, Sunday through Saturday. So we're we're constantly doing these ceremonies and funerals and uh, performing. Okay, so let's let's talk about the families. So you're you're doing funerals for the families of a service member. And uh, what is it like? When do you first meet a family member and what is that like? And what is the purpose of those initial meetings with the family? So um, when we usually, typically when we meet a family member, it's right before the service so that we can meet the next of kin, see who we're handing the flag off to and um, essentially talk to them before the funeral. Sometimes it could be 30 minutes before the funeral starts or sometimes it could be right before the funeral starts. You gotta keep in mind that some of these families are going through the worst day of their life because they've lost someone. So um, we just kinda work with them and see what they would like and we fit their comfort level and their needs. But um, essentially we just try to talk to them to offer our condolences, but also soothe them and to let them know that uh, we're here to take care of them. So you're with them a, a relatively brief time, but a very important and meaningful time. And what does that feel like for you? What is that, what is that like when you're doing these, these funerals? When we're interacting with the family? It's, it's slightly nerve wracking because um, everyone handles situations very differently. So that's something you have to keep in mind um, because you may approach someone one way, but that might come off as disrespectful or whatever you want to call it to another person. So, um, you always just approach them, you know, first offering your condolences and, um, trying to see what their comfort level it is. And, you know, almost reiterating what he says, you just got to be, uh, understanding of what these people are going through. So you have to take a more gentle approach towards the grieving family members. Did you want to add to that? Oh, um, yeah, it's just the same thing. Um, but is like you said, everyone goes through grief and everything differently. So it's just fitting that person's needs and seeing how we can best help them. Essentially. Now for you personally, attending these funerals, so many of them, uh, does that change your perspective on either life in general or service in the military? What is, what is seeing that? Cause you're seeing a slice of life played out in so many different ways you must have some impressions of what that's like yeah um without a doubt um i know that prior to joining honor guard i wasn't too sure how it worked and um how all of the different movements and stuff went into each funeral but um 
after being a part of it and seeing what it's like and um, truly getting a feel for it, I've learned that it can be tough, very tough to handle, and um, it's it's it can be almost depressing even. But um, it's just you staying calm, and our shop works with us with us best to um, fit our needs. And if we're not feeling okay, then they'll talk to us. They'll have. Um, I know last week we just talked to um, mental health, a mental health program. So it's they definitely fit our needs as much as they can. And and has this changed your or or given you a just a perspective on on life or service in the Air Force? Yeah, uh, to you know you, you you're surrounded by all of these events that happen to families and how they grieve and losing family one family loved ones and um, it just gives you or myself personally anyways it gives me more uh, respect for what we're doing um, more of a positive outlook just knowing that we're there for the family should, should they need us and you know we're there to take care of them so it is sad yes but it's also very rewarding in that aspect now you had mentioned that you do these services but you also do ceremonial work as well as that so what is the purpose of the ceremonial work so with the different ceremonies and um things like that uh we can do as much as parades uh ceremonies retirement ceremonies award shows all that kind of stuff but um essentially the purpose when we go do these different ceremonies and things they'd want us to present the flags like do colors and things like that so we just go in and um do colors essentially they're they're a lot of fun it could be a good experience like being here the people are really nice to us and really good to us so it's uh ever since i've done them myself they've been a really good experience all right and when you say here we are we are at a convention hall so it's a convention of the international cemetery cremation and funeral association and it's a giant hall and uh, we're looking at displays of caskets and urns and and also a really amazing display of innovative and creative and beautiful ways to, to memorialize a loved one. And, you know, also the Department of Defense is here. So you know, generally speaking, when it comes to that final tribute, what do you want family members to know? What do we want them to understand about military funeral honors as a benefit to them and their family, to the service member and the family? So, you know, one thing we want them to understand is that, yes, this is our job. It's what we do. But at the end of the day, we're all there for the family, for what they're going through. You know, we we understand because we see it a lot and want them to know that we're taking care of their loved one and that they shouldn't have any worry. Something you'd like to add to that? Yeah, and with these different funerals and things that we do, um, we're doing funerals for some people who served back in World War II or something like that. So regardless of how long ago you served, um, we still take care of those families and still look out for them as well. Gentlemen, it's been a real pleasure to speak to the both of you. And uh, I just want to let people know that in addition to this conversation, we're going to have uh, podcast episodes that get into different aspects of uh, military funeral honors. Uh, we've got members of the, uh, the DOD's Casualty and Mortuary Affairs and uh, Military Funeral Honors Program. The leadership from that program are with us here at this convention, and we'll be talking to them for future episodes. You know, I'll just wrap up by saying, of course, 
Military OneSource, we are an official resource of the Department of Defense, and we have a ton of resources and, and articles for military families to help them navigate military life. And that's why we want people to subscribe to this podcast because we do touch on so many different topics. And so please subscribe so that you can get the most out of what Military OneSource has to offer you. So thanks for listening. I'm Bruce Moody. Take care. Bye-bye.